The opinions expressed are those of the show hosts and may not necessarily be of any company in which the show hosts may represent. The following podcast may contain some strong language. Parental discretion is advised. Welcome to the security box. This is our first things to ponder for the new year. At the time of recording, I'm not sure if it's going to actually be played before the podcast gets started or between files. But we have something from Malwarebytes that I thought would be quite interesting to share. It's not going to be blogged, but... We're going <clears throat> to share it anyhow. They write that some things can't be wrapped in a bow, and that's completely true. Take for an example. Oh, some car that just got bought, and you want to give it, it to somebody. You see the car but you thought somebody else bought 
a brand new car. Then you find out at whatever function you're at that that car is now yours. Well, maybe that won't quite happen, but hey, you gotta make it up on the fly. They write the 2023 saw increased threats of personal data with 2200 data compromises impacting 360 million people. Again, 2023 saw increased threats to personal data with 2200 plus data compromises impacting 360 million people. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, this will include you and I. There's no more getting around the bush. There's no more saying, well, I'm not having any issues. You don't have to have issues. I don't think the OPM breach affected me too much, but they sent me a letter and let me know about it. Capital One, the credit card company, has told me about potential misuse of email and other compromises that they've had since I've been a customer of theirs. It's just the way we are. They also sent out newsletters and they wanted to make sure that people like you and I are protected. Here is 2023 by the numbers according to today's newsletter, which was sent to me on New Year's Day as I cleaned out my email. I had almost a year's worth of email in most email boxes, and I'm going to try my best to keep up, and we're going to make sure we can even give you more coverage like this in the future. 6.3 billion threats detected. 16 billion hours of real-time protection. 2.7 billion scans run. 4.8 rating from 18,000 reviews, 385 articles and alerts to keep you informed of what's going on, 15 third-party awards, trusted advisor, comprehensive identity protection,
launched identity theft protection bundles with advanced monitoring, recovery, and alert services. They also have a mobile security boost. Uh, this mobile security boost includes a VPN as part of a premium plus. They also have advanced advanced uh, browser protection. <clears throat> Upgraded browser guard with better defense and customizable content. Not, uh, a trusted advisor got an upgrade for actionable insights. Simplified account management. They improved the My Account section for subscription handling. Comprehensive identity protection. And much more. So They are looking to continue to build on all of this. Including next generation protections. And... Uh, I think that'll pretty much end the what I really want to take from this. This is more of a thank you newsletter than anything else. And I'm interested in what you think about some of these. You can send me an email, an iMessage, tech, that's T-E-C-H, at M-E-N-V-I dot O-R-G, text or WhatsApp, 804-442-6975. Let's start off with the new year and see where numbers like this take us. For the security box, I'm Jared Reimer. Across the Jared Reimer Radio Network. Welcome, everyone, to episode three of Trend Talks Threat Research. I'm your host, John Clay, VP of Threat Intelligence here at Trend Micro. And the idea behind this podcast and, and blog is to give you an understanding of some of the trend micro research that we've published over the last several weeks, uh, kind of give you a digest so that you can identify which ones you might be most interested to see. Uh, so let's kind of get into this one. Um, the first one I wanted to talk about is a uh, article about steering clear of security blind spots within the SOC. 
So if you're running a SOC inside your organization, we give you some research uh, statistics found in some surveys we've done on some of the challenges that SOCs have over the years, um, but also give you some insights and recommendations on how to steer clear of some of those blind spots that may be targeting your SOC. So it's a good article, gives some, it has an interactive uh, image that you can click on to show you some of those blind spots. Uh, so it, again, if you have a SOC, I'd recommend checking this out. Also, I will have the links to these inside the show notes so you can get access directly to those. The second one I wanted to highlight is uh, we posted a new ransomware spotlight article. Um, if you're not familiar, we've done sp uh, ransomware spotlights. You can go to www.trendmicro.com slash ransomware spotlight, all one word get access to all of those. This one looks at the uh, group called Trigona uh, Ransomware Group. They emerged in October of 2022. And in I, April of this year, they actually started targeting Microsoft SQL servers as part of their attack. So if you're running SQL server inside your organization, you might wanna take a look at this. Um, some of the initial access seems to be coming from a uh, patched vulnerability CVE 2021-40539, which is a bug in the Zoho Manage Engine AD Self-Serve Plus uh, version 6113 and earlier. According to their leak site, they target the majority of time in, uh, businesses in North America. Uh, they look at small business, medium-sized business, even large businesses. So they're across the scale there. Uh, they also look at different industries, mostly focusing on finance, manufacturing, hospitality, and construction. So if any of those things apply to you, you might want to take a look at this. We'll give you all the information about their attack, uh, how they do it, what they use, what tools they use. Also, we map out the MITRE attack framework to it. Another piece of research that we published was a, um, a research on a multitude of info stealers. We took a deep dive into this, looking at the data that they steal and then how they sell that uh, data within the underground markets. Uh, so it's a very data-driven analysis and it's quite interesting to view how these um, criminals utilize this data and sell your data uh, within those underground markets. Uh, so if, again, if you're interested in some information about how the underground markets work, how they manage data, how they steal data, and then how do they sell data, it's probably a good article to take a look at. Another one is if you're running Kubernetes inside your organization, you really want to take a look at this next piece of research. Uh, it's from our cloud researchers. We have a group of group uh, of folks that all they analyze are attacks on the cloud and all the different aspects of the cloud. And this one, they're looking on how to properly perform threat modeling within this environment. So if you want to look at how could you do some threat modeling inside a Kubernetes environment, you want to take a look at this piece of research. Included is, is are the MITRE attack tactics and techniques um, used in, in container attacks. So if you're using containers as well, be a good one to check out. Another one we publish is a proof of concept uh, rootkit and malware used by cyber criminals in conjunction with the Berkeley packet filtering, that's BPF, Berkeley packet filtering, which is a piece of technology uh, that allows programs to execute code in the operating system. So Linux, BSD, and soon it'll be in Windows as well. 
Uh, so if, uh, and, and we show, um, in the, they're very popular in cloud uh, platforms. We also show how to detect these threats. Um, these are new proof of concepts. So understand this is probably a future looking threat, uh, but if you're interested in that type of information and you're running Linux, you're running Windows, um, and you're, you, look, you know anything about Berkeley packet filtering, you might wanna take a look at this piece of research. Really good to check out. And then the last one I wanted to highlight is we examine the automotive data ecosystem and take a closer look at privacy and security concerns arising from how data is generated, uh, consumed, and transmitted by connected vehicles. So as you can see, the Trendmaker research is pretty broad. We look at many different areas of, of the uh, attack landscape or attack surface. Uh, and, and since obviously those are expanding within your organizations, you probably want to take a look at these researchers. Hopefully some of these are, are interesting to you. Um, thanks for joining me in episode three of Trend Talks Threat Research. I'll be back in two weeks. And, uh, and in that one, I'm going to go into a deeper dive into a specific piece of research that we've published. Um, but thanks for joining and feel free to give this a like as well as uh, add a comment or two. I'd love to hear from you. Hopefully everybody has a great day, stay safe and healthy, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Let's see where my customer list is while I'm waiting for potential customers. Welcome to Jared's shop. May I take your order for a username and password? The sign says Jared's shop. It said nothing about usernames and passwords. Yes, sir. Usernames, passwords, credit card information, all sorts of breach data. You name it, you've got it here at Jared's shop. Well, that sounds lovely, but I really only wanted to pick up a USB drive. Well, sorry, sir, but the USB drives come with all sorts of data, all for sale right here, right now. At the asking price of at least $100. Well, USB drives start at least at 10 bucks. I need a USB drive so that I can store some data on it of my own, such as audio book audio, files audio, from audio, the library, the library maybe, some maybe some backups, backups of some backups, other stuff, and if need be, I'd like to be able to send some stuff to some people, and they only have the capacity of receiving them through flash drives, so I need blank ones. Well, sorry, sir but we don't have any blank flash drives here. If we did, whatever you wanted from usernames, passwords, and more. <laughs>
can be put on these drives, but at a premium cost. Sorry, sir. I'm not interested in that. I'll just have to find another shop. Welcome to the security box. The security box with Jerry Primer on KKNX. How? Let's get Clubhouse right on the air. Hello. We might not have our best man, I mean, um, co-host with us very long. Hello, Mr. J. Hi. Okay, that was a bad joke. The year started off bad. Okay. No, I, I got it. I got it. Well, I hear you have stuff to do, so let's let you start off the yapping on today's first open forum of the year. All right. Um, oh, boy. Some of the... It's looking over some of the... Uh, Reaches from last year, just some of the, the worst that you posted. Uh, that that article that gave the highlights. Wow, it's just it's a pretty good uh, instruction manual for what not to do. That's. And did you and did, and were you surprised about MGM? In that um, a little, but I can't say very much. <laughs> I mean, we did cover it, and then we were like, well, what else happened? And then it sort of died. <laughs> That's why they're in yeah. the list. Yeah. And some of those other things I've never even heard of. Uh yeah, Those I said providers be familiar. Most probably won't, but you know. But yeah, I was like, oh, how about this the, happened. I was gonna say, how about the jackasses of the year? Oh gosh, yeah, we've yeah they covered a few definitely of those. qualify. I mean, they those those were some good ones. <laughs> and we've covered a few of them. Oh yeah. What stood out? Well, just one of the ones I remember. I, um, our friend from uh, Try to Check. <laughs> yeah. That oh so lovely 
service for stolen credit card numbers. That that was just so yeah, that was just great. <laughs> was it that fun? Oh yeah. And isn't it fun knowing that we're probably gonna have a hell of a time trying to catch this guy? Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah. Uh yeah. But go ahead, please. Um I've got to agree with what you said about how Kim handled that one call. The one person who was you know, using their debit card and they were getting all these unauthorized charges like right afterwards. And I mean, okay, the advice to use a credit card is good, but the question is where exactly are you shopping? She didn't ask. Yeah, that should have... Because if you're going to, you know, questionable sites and you're clicking on things in your email that are... Not a hundred percent above board, yeah. Because that was what my one of my questions was, and I'm not about to question her judgment. She's right. That's not my goal. No, but, but it, I was I like, mean, it, wait, uh, privacy.com was good. Yeah, agreed. But where have you been? Yeah. Oh, and, and you, do, you know, the ma- the major sites don't give out your full email, your full, uh, your full email address, your full, uh, credit card number as part of the email and she said that that her whole account number was taken which tells me that she visited some site that shows you everything and sends you email confirmation and she doesn't have a strong password on her email yeah and if she's going to sites that do that that's I'm sorry that was maybe a problem or something you'd see in 2004 maybe (laughs) but no but I don't think Kim covered it completely that's why I no but security wise I don't think you on Saturday yeah, security-wise, I don't think you would really see anybody doing that. It's like just standard practice now to just get, you know, you know, dot, dot, or star, star, last four numbers. Yeah. Or <laughs> voiceover sometimes will say kisses, kisses, last four numbers. Oh, yeah. I didn't know I was kissing 2596. <laughs> I didn't know I was kissing 4498 either. 
and kissing three eight six seven. <laughs> or did I really want to kiss two three three two? Ew, I don't think so. Ew, 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 no. Ugh. No, no, no kissing that one. Actually, it, it's <laughs> interesting because when I got my debit card in the, in, you know, when uh, <coughs> I said that I wanted to get a card so I could take out cash. Yeah. And I got my account number and I called up Herbie and I said, hey, Herbie, uh. Does your card number end in 2332? And he goes, yeah, why? I said, because I just got my um, Wells Fargo card, and it ends in 2332. Oh, speaking of really questionable domains, here's another one that I just got in my email as we were talking. From House Republican Leadership Team. Action at GOP, GOP campaign champions.com. <laughs> right. Mm. Oh, Notice for Nicholas Jackson. Oh, here's another great oh, one. Uh, Notice for Nicholas Jackson. Trim your house payment from Quicken Loans Assistant. Contact at tkmmailer19.com. <laughs> oh, that's right. We have the sound now. <laughs> I do. Uh, where is it? Uh... Oh yeah, where audio hmm. settings? No, audio effects. Audio effects. Yeah. Yeah, that that's what I say to those domains. <laughs> Speaking of domains, remember that diatribe I wrote about that stupid useless domain that uh, oh gosh yes me to buy menvi.org <laughs> at $72 for the first year plus all of these uh, non-bogus charges in most cases yes Ugh. well I filed a report with the abuse team and uh, that domain is now in trouble uh if you do a who is lookup on that domain, um, you'll get the code that basically indicates that uh, they need to talk to the registrar. That's basically what it means. There's a dispute, and um, they need to talk to the uh, customer about what they're doing with that domain. That's pretty much what it means. It's uh, I forget what the error message is, but I want to make it known that I think the Jared Reimer Network one that one I would agree because <laughs> that happened cookies. within a day clearing cookies.com file the report and then I checked the next day and uh, that's what it was wow mm-hmm that qualifies <laughs> yeah. 
Just go to uh, clearingcookies.com. <laughs> and actually, actually do a lookup on it, and it'll tell you. Go to um, you know, any who is directory page, and go to that. Go type in the domain, and it'll tell you, and it'll link to the page where you can look up, you know, the different um codes that they use. And it's basically oh, wow. in this state where uh, they're basically need, needing to talk to the uh, person who bought it and uh, work out the uh, abuse coming out of that domain. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Mm-hmm. So let's do that live, shall we? I think so, yeah. Okay. Let's use the Whois database search from Network Solutions. Kim mm-hmm. recommends whois.net, but it doesn't exist. Sorry, Kim. I don't know what... I went to the site you mentioned, whois.net, and it tells me the page cannot be displayed. Whoops. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we're going to do clearing cookies.com. Uh, yeah. And I'll press enter, which will do the search. Okay, fine. I'll, I'll hit search. To ensure the security of whose database... Okay. Ah, I don't want to... Okay, I don't want to go here. All right, never mind. I'll use the other one for now because I don't want to do a capture. My, I don't want to do a capture at the moment. So I'll use the ICANN lookup tool. I forgot they do that. And I, me and my ears sometimes with these captures... So we'll do look up. <coughs> All right, so registrar information. Uh, authority. Of, okay, so let's see. Last 2024-0103, okay. For more information on domain status codes, I can org e- slash EP. So it's, let's see. So okay. So the telephone number is a six five zero area code phone number. And now Dynadot, who is the abuse contact, um, pretty much took control of the domain. And 
some of this you don't need. Last updated today. Oh, okay. Um, where was it? I saw the code there. Oh, here, here, okay. It's called client hold. Mm. So a client hold basically means I'm the registrar. We need to talk. Oh, dear. Client transfer prohibited. They can't transfer the domain. The registry expiration date, uh, 2024-1009. Mm. Updated 2023-1210. Updated, uh, created 2022-1209. And they contacted me on the 10th, on the 10th of December, telling me that Menvi expired. And of course, it actually won't expire technically till the 17th. Uh, so two weeks from now, when we're on the air, Unless I didn't renew it, which I've done already, it would expire. So they tried to get me to pay this outrageous fee. And um, I knew it was bogus because they sent it to my email at 3 o'clock in the morning. Now, I thought if, if I had email and the domain expired that I wouldn't be getting email. Right. So how does that work, Nick? You've you've I think you've ran a few domains, haven't you? Well, actually I I haven't, but I mean I I get the idea though. If it's expired, there's no way you should even have access to it right now. Let alone be getting email like you said. So let's open up the page, and I'm going to hit client hold. This status code tells your domain registry to not activate your domain in the DNS. As a consequence, it will not resolve. This is an uncommon status that is usually... enacted during legal disputes, not payment or when your domain is subject to deletion. Often this status indicates an issue with your domain that needs resolution. If if so, so, you should contact your registrar. So that's basically what it means. It used to just say client transfer prohibited, but now it says client hold, Nick. I wonder who won. Hmm. Yeah, I don't think they won that one at all. 
Seriously. Oh, I found another shady domain. Uh, Bikes for Freedom 2024, I believe it was, dot click. Yeah, I agree. But, you know, interestingly enough, I've no longer seen anything anymore from greatamericanstory.xyz. That seems to be gone. Huh. Hmm. So, yeah, uh, just a little update. Uh, How's clearing cookies going for you? Yeah. (laughs) Just because I only paid my $15 from Envy. I didn't pay $72 to a no-name company. That thing was so, like, legitimate, right? I mean, it had an address. Mm-hmm. The phone number was invalid, but it had yeah. some address in Oregon. But it had a Florida phone The phone, phone number, number was questionable. The website was kind of strange. And I just thought somebody needed to look at this. So I think the JRN won again. I would agree. You must try harder. How about that blog post, though? Oh, I think you... Yeah. That was certainly worth... uh, I guess you'd call it the mini diatribe that you went on. That was... How am I supposed to be getting email on a domain that just expired? That's expired. <laughs> oh, yeah, by the, the way, idiots. bases off of UTC or Universal Time, which is eight hours ahead of us, so that means right. it expired the day before, but the email said 3.30 <laughs> in the morning on the 10th. Right. Can somebody Can, can somebody explain that to me? Yeah, like the same idiots... Who call you and claim that your eighteenth or your cell phone service is suspended? Well, you idiot! How are you calling me if it's suspended? You'd be getting a a, a message claiming that the call couldn't be completed or some other error message. If uh, I'd love right. to mess with them, and if they tell me my service is suspended, then how are you calling me? Because a suspended number means that I wouldn't be getting calls, texts. Or anything else. Yeah. Would you like to try again? <laughs> okay, I'm on a roll. Uh, okay. Oh, you are. Uh, <laughs> I'm on a roll. Yeah. <laughs>
That so what you else are I... caught your attention besides the uh, 16 items of probably many that I could have documented through the at least the last year? Oh, the uh, that darn Massimo lawsuit. Oh yes, that man, that lawsuit. Yep, yep. Good morning, Mr. Ring-a-ding-ding! Hey, Jared. Welcome to the program. Oh, you don't even get me started with that lawsuit. Just, just don't. Yes, go uh, ahead, yeah. Terry. It's open forum. Just don't. I, I know it's open forum, but I, I just, I, I, you know, I don't know. I don't think they have a leg to stand on. I've never heard of the I don't company. think so either. And remember, we covered this way back in February, and there was only the one or two articles on it, and now we're hearing about it all over again like it's brand new and then, news. And then uh, I, the first time I heard about it was on um, Apple Insider, and they were talking about it again. And then the news covered it, and then... And then Apple I told you to go search it, it out, and you you saw that article in February of, of last year. Yeah, yeah, February, yeah. And I'm going, well, I don't know. Like, if if the article came out in February, you know, and then nothing happened until just, you know, recently, it's like, well, I don't think this is going to go anywhere. Because... Yeah, exactly. I don't think so either. Uh, I, and we uh, talked about uh, it on Saturday, so if anyone wants to go and pick that up, go pick up the uh, last program of the year on uh, yeah, Saturday yeah. night. Yeah, we talked about it on Saturday. and that We was, uh, went on a diatribe on there. And it, it was probably, what, a three-hour program, wasn't it? Close <laughs> to it? Yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, we cut the stream off at two because of you know, but we kept the recording going for those who, yeah, I think it was like a three-hour program. A little over. Yeah, a little over. That's okay. Welcome to TSB. <laughs> the first TSB of the year. Well, Terry, um, we were just Pro giving the update on clearing cookies and how uh, I think they lost because now they're in a client hold. That's the latest update that I wanted to share with everybody um, mm. since that we talked about that uh, on one of our last podcasts. So um, yeah, that was the one. I think that we won sent you that, that one. email that sent you that email and like then and you told go me to my website. domain expired. You go to the website and it was like, oh, by the way, uh, this website is no longer valid. Some yeah. kind of, give you a 404 error thing. 404, you know, page cannot be displayed. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. well, there goes the domain again. Well, that's because, that's because I did a little bit of work. <laughs> <laughs> yes, well. The ISP will thank you, I'm sure. The ISP said thank you. We've got somebody who actually gives a fuck. Yes, stupid. Stupid fucks. 
Speaking of stupid fucks. Anybody catch your attention on the stupid fuck awards from last year? At least the biggest ones. Some of them we've covered, some didn't. Go. Uh, Team Mobile is one of the stupid fucks, probably. (laughs) I'm wondering why they weren't part of the uh, 10 worst breaches. You would think being breached uh, twice in a twice. year. They've been breached be so many times. I don't even think they you. think they've been breached so many times. I bet they don't even think it's worth mentioning. <laughs> oh, pretty much. Yeah, you know, I didn't think about that either. Yeah. What is it? Eight times in the last six years, and let's see, you know, that, one, let's see how many times every several so, years, going all the way back to two thousand and six. Let's see if we hear about them in 2024, shall we? I mean, let's let's just let's see. We will. I'm sure. Oh, we will. <laughs> so, uh, Jared, I'm going to read it. He told me to read that book. I'm going to start tomorrow on election security. And I know Nick already said yes, so uh, mm-hmm. I know Jared's going to edit. Nick can't say... You know what? I, I, I have to say, and I'm going to probably play that joke, you know, that Nick BMW joke, the Nick can't say no. Oh, God. Um, I think Nick has pretty much said yes to every book we've thrown at him. And I, between me not feeling well and my batteries being half charged during the Christmas break, I've had a rough time. I actually needed the the uh, break, so I will be working on books in the well, coming week. Yeah, and, uh, this one, I heard about it on the Cybercrime podcast, the Cybercrime uh, radio. And Teresa Payton is the author of this book. Author. And so you know damn well it's going to be good. And narrator, I think. I think she helps narrate the thing. Because she does the CISO Minute, too. That CISO Minute. Uh-huh. Yeah. And then Burton Kelso, it's consumer security, talking about, um, I think that the best security one of the year had to be probably that one. Talking about... Um, well, but but we've been talking about that VPNs, for as long as this VPNs. podcast has been going on. Talking about VPNs and... Uh, that there are oh, we should options. have highlighted that worst v- the the uh, worst VPNs article that I. Uh... Oh jeez, yeah. I'm trying out on um, Express again, and it's all right. It's an on it's a it's an on and off thing, and uh, that's all you have to do. You tell it where you want to connect. You connect to it and it's done. You don't have to do yeah. anything else. It just works. Yeah. So. What else in the landscape? Who wants to start doing some uh, 
predictions. I know that Nick's going to go, and maybe this podcast won't be as long as normal, but uh, do we want to do predictions before I tell you all what um, our four featured... uh, And I haven't figured out yet how I'm going to do this, but Uh, we have four featured mm -hmm. um, things to ponder... Oh, I and have we done the have we done the assholes yet of the podcast? We we have we we did mention a, a few, the assholes post. Is there any particular one that stood out for you on that one? So Jared posted in the group, and I've heard I heard this the other day too. Uh, Twitter. Um, is losing their ass. <laughs> uh, he overpaid, which we know. It is now what twelve billion dollars he's worth now. It's worth now the company. I twelve think it's and a said. half. Yeah. So he lost like what twenty eight billion. Eight billion dollars, oh. and and it and it's uh the, it was seventy one percent. He lost seventy one percent already. That's gotta hurt. That's got to hurt. Twitter Twitter has got to be the most disgusted, or or disgust anyway. Um, Well, they are disgusting. Um, Piece of trash that we've talked about. By the way, I saw a cheesecake thing um, as I'm almost caught up. Um, they said in their next update they will be removing Twitter from their list of services they are supporting. Um, they did yeah. take a poll, and you can use it if you have a developer account because now there are options in the advanced settings for your Twitter API key. But nobody in this community is going to pay for a developer account to use. How much is a developer account? And how much is a developer account? We don't know. We've never uh, been able to get any possible clear answers. And basically the developers of Tweezcake have said uh, it's a decision we don't like to, to take lightly, but it seems as though the poll indicates that this is something we should do, so it'll be a painful process, but so long, Twitter. Well, I guess once Twitter decides to take a dive and maybe Facebook buys them, you know. Facer. Yeah, Facer, and then it'll be and then uh, I think the other most one we've talked about in the or, past um, year was or FaceX. Oh yeah. <laughs> or if the if, if they buy TikTok too. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, I think the other one was TikTok is what we talked about a lot of too last year. Oh, speaking uh. of TikTok and Timu. That was that was disheartening to read that 
at least in one of the categories, Timu is the Timu is the top downloaded app. Ugh, That's no. what I saw on the yeah. iPhone. The uh, iPhone. And on the iPad, it was number four. Ugh. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah, you can get cheap plastic things from China. It's great. Oh, speaking of cheap shit, there's a new one, and I didn't go and get it yesterday because I had to run, but Kim Commando's article yesterday, and we are actually going to talk about it as part of our um, things to ponder, is a new app called Flipper. Oh boy. It has a four and a half and a four point eight respectively, both in iOS and Android. Yeah. It allows you to get paid to buy shit. It also allows you to get paid for sharing the app. And according to the oh, Kim dear. Commando, man, according to the Kim Commando newsletter, and I'll be talking about this in my segment. Um, mm-hmm. She says, while there is a close button, otherwise known as an X, on the top right, it's barely visible for one. But she says that thing popped up three times out of four minutes. To share your contacts. Oh, jeez. Mm. It probably wants to share your contacts. <laughs> it probably wants to share your contacts so it can, you know, automatically share it for you and then you get paid, you know. Correct. Yep. Yep. Speaking of speaking of things to ponder, number one. And I don't know which or I don't know if I'm actually going to start with this or how we're doing this, but malware bites by the numbers. This came from their more most recent newsletter. SLC blind spots, Dragona ransomware, and cloud security from Trend Talks threats. What threats does artificial intelligence? Posed to you from Scott Schober. He, there was a new segment on this I found on there. And finally, Flip App wants context, makes difficult to say no, and more is what I called the segment. Ugh. So we've got plenty of, of things to ponder. Well, right here yep. in the podcast. Right here in the podcast. So we're going to be pondering. Um, His bra- your brain. You're going to ponder your brain. So I don't know. Yeah. Should I start out with two, do this hour, and then uh, after um, we switch files, do the last two, and the yeah, I think that would be good. Music and things. Is that? I think that would be a good idea. Hey, boy. Mm. 
So when you hear this in the podcast, you've already heard the first two. Mm. Mm. Yeah. So what what are what are our predictions this year? Oh, I've got one. Okay. We are going to see a major infrastructure attack. Nothing like anything we've ever seen before. A city is going to be hit, and far from the, oh, it was just a few little things that were affected. I can't really tell what utility is going to be owned, but one is, and it's going to be in a major city that everybody knows. Well, I mean, think about it last year. I mean, Comcast was owned. So, I mean, that's a major one, too. I mean, that's yeah, but I'm, huge. that's true. But I'm talking about, you know, like water or a power utility. Yeah, that'd yes. be a big one. That'd be a big one. Power utility. I think that was hit once already uh, years back. The whole East Coast was not. It up. was, but it was only a a subset of um, their um, customer base and um, only in one portion of the country. Yep. That would be interesting. I think we're going to actually have it affect multiple parts of the country and I think they're going to be able to do that through what form of uh, attack? Ooh. Um... It's a two-word term. Part of a single term that we've talked about for the last five years of this podcast. The brute force attack or something? Brute force attack? No, not brute force. Not brute that's force. Where, that's where somebody goes after a password until they get in. Not that one. Mm. This type of attack can be done by telephone or email, but it's mainly done by phone. Mm. Um, I was thinking phishing of some sort. It is phishing. That that is that is the main term, but we know phishing covers all kinds of it. Other it terms. does. It does. But I'm looking for a yeah. two-word term in this uh, context. Oh, hmm. Hmm. It's the first word starts with an S, and the second word starts with an E. Oh. No, it's not, a, it's not a, that one Ooh. either. S. Oh. Um. It's been talked about a lot on cybercrime news, on cybercrime radio. Yeah. Um. I 
can't believe my co-hosts are going to fail on the first day of the podcast. <laughs> on the first day of the podcast. I know. On the first day of podcast, Podcasting. nobody can get the biggest oh. term of the year. The term oh. of the year. On the second day of podcast, my, my podcasters can't get... Well, second no One second day is technical. Form of bait. Oh. A form of bait. It is a form of bait. It it is a form of bait that is done. Uh, it was done to me before my telephone line was disconnected by a blind man to try and get me to give him. A piece of information which I did not divulge, which then he decided to basically shut my phone line and off, and, the, and AT&T basically said that there was a technical problem. They didn't tell me it was a hack, but this was... But he got in there through a two-word Oh, term. I think I get it. I got it. I got it. Social engineering. Ding 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 mm. ding 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 ding. I got it. Yeah, Nick. Uh, all right. And yes, I agree with you. Yep, that's going to be how it so happens. I think what they're going to do is mm. they're going to, you know, probably call corporate, tell them they want to do work. You know, there's some major, some sort of major upgrade. And they need access to, you know, to do the work. And they're going to start pushing buttons. Kind of like they did to T-Mobile. Oops, did I say that? (laughs) (laughs) They don't even have to do that for T-Mobile. I could log in and I can get anybody's account that I wanted. Yeah, you just sign in with a phone number and, you know, just, um, (laughs) you know, uh, it sounds good. I'm seeing uh, information for uh, Terry Johnson. Who's okay? Yeah, Maybe I want to oh, use sweet. his. Hmm. Maybe I'll use his uh, information <laughs> for a while. Oh, and then uh, oh, now I see something for Amanda Hawthorne today. Uh, you know, I'm I'm wanting to use her information. Hmm. Maybe I'll maybe I'll get a house under maybe her I name this call evening. Maybe I up and I'll make her a deal. Uh... <laughs> you want your account back? Give me some action. (laughs) (laughs) So what other... I mean, mean, that could be one big, huge news item. Uh, What else uh, would be a, a... Another something that... Could, in theory, uh, happen this coming year? Well, with the way Twitter's going, I think it might... You might hear Twitter has shut its doors because it lost ten <laughs> billion dollars. So, uh, we've been saying that for. But the past did we few not years, call that one? I mean, they're well we, overdue. Uh, I said six months oh, yeah. a year, and that was last year. So yeah, so they're, they're overdue. overdue. They're red, they're way overdue. They're way overdue. Mm. And what about TikTok? What do you think's gonna happen with that company? Uh, bite dance, face dance. Maybe Facebook would just buy um, all of they'll it. They'll be sued. They'll be sued out of existence. Um, 
with all of the various uh, things they allow on on that platform with all these uh, various don't do this at home maybe it'll be like that book um, The Circle you know they'll just buy out Facebook will just buy up everything and just you know be like this giant tech giant you know what would Mark, be Mark Zuckerberg want with with TikTok when he's already got video with Messenger? He would just merge it all. That's all. He would literally just merge it into like this, you know, into Messenger probably. Close the app, you oh, wouldn't God. need it. And then you would literally just merge it into Messenger. Yeah. Oh boy. That would be an interesting experience. Hmm. Oh what would he want with Twitter Talk either? About I mean, he's got... What would he want with Twitter either? I mean, he's got, like... He's got that stupid app that no one uses because they just wanted to use it just to see what it was like, and it didn't even last a few... Uh, not even a month. Threads? By the way, yeah, Threads was threads. fourth on the iPhone downloads list. Of course it was. Because once it came out, millions of people downloaded it to see what it was like, and they're like, eh. We don't like it. No. Mark just does shit to see what what he can do, and he doesn't care if it flops. What about Apple Vision Pro? Do you think someone's going to get hit by a train or by a bus? Oh, yeah. It'll just be a matter of time before it'll be you and I. Someone's sitting there playing with themselves driving. Next thing you know. <laughs> well. He had his thing out. Watching his... <laughs> man got... Man died this morning... I don't know how they would say it on the news, but they would have to say it. Where playing with his privates, driving, watching Apple Vision Pro, <laughs> watching adult watching content on Apple while Vision. driving. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, while driving. Oh shit, dude! I gotta get my ass. You gotta get your ass in gear. Moving, yes, in gear. I can still talk to you until we'll I get to the office. see you on, on Saturday. Saturday. Yes. And how about Black Basta, the top article right now, Nick? Oh, yes. The fact that researchers have developed a decryption tool. But, yeah, there's a catch. Um, it won't help you if it's a more recent attack. Great. I mean... Do you you guys think that Black Cats is going to strike this year? I do. Oh, you know they will. In fact... And and they're going to claim they struck something when they didn't. And that's probably going to happen tomorrow. Maybe even later today. (laughs) They'll claim responsibility for stuff that you know they're (laughs) full. Yeah, we know that. 
Yeah. Yep. So, Nick, Sandworm. Mm -hmm. Oh, boy. Yeah, that it appears has, well, I think it's back up by now, but knocked out a fairly significant Ukrainian cellular provider. Yes. Oh, yeah. And how about that data leak of a one and a half billion uh, real estate records? Oh gosh! Welcome to a uh, diatribe. Yeah, they're Looks almost like as bad as education. Thing. Ugh! No kidding. Uh, black cat got taken over and then supposedly untaken over and then supposedly untaken over so we'll keep an eye on that oh Nick Pegasus in India oh yes that they're not even confirming or denying <laughs> and India says nothing <laughs> Gee, shocking. Yes. I sat down with Scott Schober, a cybersecurity expert based in New Jersey, about what companies and consumers need to look out for when using AI. Scott, so we know that with AI, there is a lot of good yes. that can come from it, but there's also a lot of concerns. And it's not just this deep tech concern. It has to do with people like you and me. Yeah. Someone can actually convince you that I said and did something that I may not have actually done. Talk about, when we think about deep fakes and this cybersecurity with AI, how that is going to affect the future. When you look at something like a deep fake and you say, well, I know that person, I, I see their mannerisms, e even the voice, the inflection, those type of little things, those are little tells that kind of break down if we're questioning something. And once we get over that line, then we believe it. That's when cyber criminals use that to fool us, be it for misinformation, trying to, to maybe manipulate an opinion this way or that way. Uh, or it could be used just to, to kind of get us to divulge something, information. Maybe it's personal information about yourself, uh, your family, an account. Anytime I go to a website or even when I need information, people will constantly encourage me, go to the website, mm -hmm. go online. We encourage you to try online first. And then there's these chat bots. Mm -hmm. They're giving you assistance online, someone you can chat with. Are those doorways? When we start having a conversation, you're online, maybe you're buying something or doing research, mm -hmm. and you're talking back and forth to a chatbot, it's like you're talking to a person. You ask a question, you get an answer, you get steered this way or that way. What do they often do? They'll pop up a link. That's right. Now it's credible. Again, what are you inclined to do? Well, it's not, you're not thinking about, is this a scam? You're inclined to say, hey, they just offered me a savings, a 10% savings if I act now. Let me click on this. So again, it kind of induces you in and fools you. 
And, and that's what we all have to be careful about because just because they're using technology and we have a level of comfort as we're shop online, and many of us that's use right. it, and there yeah. is good with it. It's not that it's, it's all bad mm -hmm. and we shouldn't use chatbots. We just have to use caution, not be too quick to click. We always hear that, right? Mm -hmm. And there's reason for it because oftentimes that's a redirect to a fraudulent site, whereas if you go into your browser and you enter in the site directly because you know what that website is, you're less inclined to run into malware or downloads or other type of malicious information that could get on your computer and cause havoc. What industries are most vulnerable to AI cyber attacks? All industries are. Hmm. But what are the most vulnerable? It's really like the financial sector. Think about that. Why? Because the financial sector has a lot of data. Maybe second is probably the healthcare. Again, hmm. why? Think about when you go to a doctor or hospital. Our patient records, it's a treasure trove of information personal to you or I that somebody could now take and sell on the dark web, kind of the underground belly of the <laughs> internet there, and they get top dollar for it because mm -hmm. there's a lot of medical fraud because they can get social security number, name, address, and all the, the common things in a data breach, but even more, maybe what procedure you had, maybe what right. medicines you're on, codes to get approvals for things. That is very rich data that's extremely valuable that they could sell to the highest bidder. For a long time, Scott, I thought we were ahead of a lot of these scans, but I feel like this is all new territory. All the best practices and cybersecurity awareness greatly help us. However, what are, what are cyber criminals now doing? They're using advances such as artificial intelligence and machine learning to fool us, to take it to the next level where it seems more convincing to you or I or your listeners and say, well, it, it, it sounds real, it looks real. Mm -hmm. The logo looks real, the number matches, all the things seem convincing. It, there's some scams, even some banking scams I've seen in an email, and they'll actually have in there the phone number. And they say, you know, pick it up, 1-800, you call it, and it, it's the bank that answers, uh, you know, a 1-800 number, an automated thing. So suddenly you sound convinced. You click on the link, and guess what? It still takes you to a fraudulent site. So they could mix it up with voice cloning and different types of scams that they're interacting and mixing up again, using AI for the power of that to do it very efficiently. So what is the best way to stay ahead of these scams to protect businesses? Well, I, I think education always comes down to the fundamental thing for every, and I always say from the janitor to the CEO, it's all of us have to be educated. Uh, yeah, not just long and strong passwords, but actually doing it, you know, not reusing the same passwords across multiple sites. When you look at statistics, unfortunately, and just look at the past 10 years, more than half of computer users, internet users, are still reusing the password across multiple logins. <laughs> thank you for these tips. Yeah, thank you thank for having me. And thank you for joining me. Yes, thank you. We've talked about Temu, T-E-M-U. But in our very first Kim Commando newsletter, we're talking about a completely different app. It promises free stuff and extra cash. The new app under the heading See You on the Flip Side talks about an app called Flip. Create an account, buy products in the app, 
And once you get the products, you earn money by the reviews. If you refer someone, you can also get paid for it. You can use the cash to buy stuff or send it to a bank account. One user who is named in this piece said she got $74 worth of stuff for four bucks. One user got $700 in gift cards just by referring friends. Kim says that while there is an X in the app to close the screen that asks you to share contacts within minutes, this pop-up kept appearing. She says, if you don't want that, then you don't need it to. It's got a 4.8 rating in the Apple Store and a 4.5 on the Google Store. But Kim also spotted a few complaints on a site called Trustpilot, which is a business review type of website that I've seen before. Some of the complaints included orders that never arrived and lousy customer service. So when you install Flip, she writes, they make it difficult to uh, not share your contacts. As I said, there's a teeny tiny button. And once you do that, you'll be asked repeatedly to do so when using the app. Okay, news time. She saw this pop-up come up three times within four minutes and she could have gotten 500 bucks for it well okay but I'm telling you I know I have doctor's offices in my contacts and other people as well before I made changes to where that doesn't happen anymore are you going to be interested in this app according to another paragraph she writes that it makes it difficult because you are too easy to be sucked into buying stuff that you don't need. It's another one of these apps where it's difficult not to use. 
she got that app off of her phone and she bets that those readers who fell for it too might do the same. Let's see. Apparently, from what I was viewing on a recent video, and I'm only a couple of days behind now, Mint got owned, and it sounds like this isn't the Mint app that is known as the banking app. This is a mobile oh, provider, no, by the looks of it's one of a those vi- a video that I recently found. Yeah, yeah, one of those. Um... Uh, yeah, MVMOs is what they call it. Uh, they they run through your favorite network, T-Mobile. Oh, great! <laughs> that that's a disqualification right there. Uh, well, that's all I know. Uh, I just started <coughs> to watch the the video, which was a podcast, and uh, I realized I didn't have a lot of time. 12.02 p.m. One notification. One. So how about Mr. Cooper? I heard it on uh, Cybercrime Radio, and then I found an article on it. Yeah, Mr. Cooper. Yeah, that... Uh... And what about Brian's multi-tuted uh, diatribe? I found more after the fact, but I posted several of his uh, toots on what to do with ransomware, and I think he's got a a, a well-aimed eye on this. Just tell him if you pay it, you're in trouble. Yeah. Just don't. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, so we got Black Cat. Uh, what about Cox and their admission from Kim Commando on using our microphones to basically give us advertising if we're Cox customers? Well, actually, I think... I... I'm pretty sure that that's I don't know that they're the same thing as Cox Communications though. They are? Oh, I thought that was a different entity. I was Nope. There's only one Cox. It's it's all part of Cox. It's Cox Internet, Cox Communications. They they now offer mobile now apparently. Yes, they do. They've been pushing that like crazy in my email. Oh, my best article of the year, I think. Fake data request leads to arrest, stalking, and more. Oh, that guy. Oh, that guy. (laughs) Ugh. That guy. Ugh. 
Now, was that a diatribe or was that a diatribe? Oh, I think that was, but again, that that totally fit. Yeah, you go on to those Uh, kinds of yes. You go on to those kinds of sites, though. You're going to get trouble no matter what you do. Apple unveils top apps of the year. We were talking about this one. Yep. Google bothers me. Used in callback phishing, Nick. Oh, that was a weird one. Yeah. And of course, Comcast got owned. We know that much. Comcast, otherwise known as Xfinity. Yep. Michael in Arkansas. He actually lives in Arkansas now. He was formerly in Indiana. Um, He called me yesterday while I was in the dentist chair. He was asking me about it, and I sent him this particular one. Um, It leads to a couple of different articles that he can read on his own time if he wishes. Um... One from Data Breaches, the other one from uh, Ars Technica, and it's... uh, Nobody knows anything. Oh, and by the way, the Dish um, saga continues. Apparently, you can kiss everybody goodbye. Um, Nobody really knows, but we think that the entire um, company base, at least subscriber base, has been owned. According oh, to that huge diatribe on that um, worst data breaches article. Great. Um. Okay, so speaking of stupid effing diatribes, here I go again, children. Still not protected online by social media. Ugh, right. Speaking of diatribes. Yeah. And how are we going to get the best diatribes of the month, you know, as, as we see it? Are you guys going to tell me? Put this in the list for the end of year post like I did uh, this year. Is that how we're going to do it? Somebody's going to have to tell me what which uh, posts. Oh, by the way, the, the uh, blog posts dealing with the show notes don't count because uh, those are going to be lengthy anyway. Yeah, yeah. But I, I think that's going to probably be the best way to do it. Tell me which ones you guys uh, want. Yeah. How about that issue persisting where the fix doesn't actually fix anything? Oh, yeah. Way to go, Google. Yeah, Google Drive (laughs) where files randomly just vanish and they keep and they recommend this quote unquote fix, which apparently doesn't work. And what do they do? Oh, rather than acknowledge that, you know, we're working on this. Oh, let's just shut down the thread and shut down any comments. 
and we're not doing anything more with it. Nope. It's fixed. Yeah. <laughs> and U.S. government snooping on us through push notifications. Uh, sadly, not surprising. Oh, look, I found the best email ever. Okay, so we'll skip that because we we did that last hour. We already did. Logo fail. I love the names of some of these things. Yes. (laughs) Oh, and how about 23 and not me? Yeah. Apparently, yeah, and, from what I was just hearing today, uh, you can't sue them. Apparently, from the same podcast that I started to listen to, they put a they updated they happily updated their terms just recently, putting in a clause stating that that you are not allowed to sue them under under the under the false pretenses of this latest breach of theirs. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I thought that was kind of interesting. But how about that diatribe? Was that Now, that was a diatribe. Oh, that was. I mean, it went all the way to the bottom of the page, pretty much. Okay. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tw- and we called it 23 and not me. Mm-hmm. 20, otherwise known as 23 and not. Yeah. <laughs> 23 and there's no problem here. <laughs> oh, so Alf V, oh, this was a little bit older, but before Black Cat got pretty much supposedly taken over, earlier news indicated that they were contacting DePalti's Customers, including but not limited to. Uh oh. Trying to remember now. Uh. Where was it? Where was it? Oh, here it is. Uh, oh no. The 256 gigs of data reportedly stolen from this company include data from. Oh, here we go. Are you ready? Go for it. Zip Recruiter. That means I've been taken yet again. Oh, lovely. Twitter. Now known Hello. as. Roku Twitch Uh oh GoDaddy Oh jeez And Canvas Oh lovely So yeah, they apparently were going after these companies to try and get them to pay instead of the 
DePalty company themselves. Right. Well, and it would be good for Twitter. Twitter, I mean, Twitter's got the money. <laughs> yeah. Not oh, like they're and... doing anything anyway. And while I like the fact that, you know, <coughs> people in this community are, are choosing to stay there, I'm just going to continue to post. And if it airs out, and you know, because I can't um, post over there anymore, then I'll just... Uh, tell DLVR to remove it and that'll be the end of it. Yeah. But look at all these companies, Nick. Yeah, that's getting pretty alarming. Zip Recruiter, you know, the job uh, placement site that I'm actually a member of. Oh, boy. Uh Uh-huh. Twixer. Roku. Oh dear. Twitch, which I'm not on, and I'm not, I'm not on either. Canvas either. So. Yeah, but that's. I'm on at least two of the five. Right. Yeah, but Canvas is pretty big at you know most universities and colleges now. Yes. So that yeah. yes. And and they do they have whiteboard and and all kinds of educational tools that are used for you know they have blackboard I think it is mm. how about uh, maybe we covered this already but thieves steal Android hand it back, say they don't want it. Yes. (laughs) Although, if you do have to go, Nick, I completely understand because a decade of Have I Been Pwned was celebrated um, uh, mid last month and I know we talked a little bit about it um, and we we want people to use it if, if they can so they can learn more about these and I think what we're going to start doing is um, on the um, page yep there are two lists the largest breaches and the recently added breaches. And I think we need to do this at least once a week. Do the recently added breaches section of the page. Mmm, good idea. And... We're going to also cover Sands News Bites and the headlines coming out of Sands each week. They do two newsletters Tuesdays and Fridays, and so those are going to be two. So we might have five or six different things to ponder, but at least two different normal segments, if nothing else. Yeah. 
So we'll start that next week. Okay. Um, we're probably not going to hear anything about Meta and the FTC anytime soon. Probably not. And it seems as though Russia propaganda isn't working anymore. Gee, I wonder why. Gee. <laughs> yeah, they're they're really not getting any uh, any reach at all, and nobody's really clicking on those sites. Um. Oh, LastPass. Speaking of LastPass and Fortress teaming up. LastPass just sent an email. So if you are a LastPass customer, at some point this month, they are going to require you to have a 12-character password as your or longer for a master password to comply oh, with minimum requirements. Finally. Finally, you're fixing your problems over there. Yeah. I have a 12-character password, so I'm good. Uh, we covered that mass exodus uh, sales staff at Twitter. Hey, Linda, how are you doing over there at Twitter? Yeah, how's that going? How's that going for you? And wasn't that a diatribe? I, it looks like it's a pretty lengthy diatribe. It's taken a good portion of my screen at the moment. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was. And Maine. What is wrong going? with Maine? Have you started enforcing your uh, new law yet? What is wrong with... Ugh. <laughs> North Korea got sanctioned again. Teenagers on social media. Iran hits Pennsylvania water facilities, so there goes your... uh, That was a diatribe and a half. Oh, that was. Well, yeah, but the... I think it's going to have way more of an impact than that did, though. No kidding. What I'm predicting, I think it's going to be much more of an impact. So how about Meta being sued for forcing EU uh, EU customers to pay or get targeted advertising? If that wasn't a diatribe from last year, like I said, that one blog post wasn't to be a end-all, be-all. It was sort of a highlighted reel, but this coming year, we're going to have the entire list. Yeah. If we can. Yeah. But how about that one for a diatribe? And again, it's it's warranted. Yeah. I mean... I know how to write diatribes. And the way they try to defend it, it's like... Oh, but this is, you know, it's it's customized more for you. And it's like, oh, no, thanks. Well, it is, but you're 
paying for it, which means if you get breached, there goes my credit card number. Uh -huh. You stupid fuck. It's like, I didn't make a $350 Western Union transfer. <laughs> Uh, we covered the Q3 payload report. I can't wait to see what Fish Labs is covering in Q for Q4. Mm-hmm. And do we have any updates on Okta? Not that I've heard. And how much did I cover Elon Musk last year? <laughs> that was like a running that was a standing topic hey Elon how did your car treat you <laughs> <laughs> okay uh, we had a couple of Ukrainian stories the biggest one, since I'm not covering everything, but we're sort of highlighting some of the biggest diatribes that we didn't cover, um, was the eight-year prison sentence for the one. Oh, yeah. That was about a half a diatribe. I'm, I'm looking at it, and I still see uh, the next post, so it's not quite a screen full, but it's, it's uh, close enough. Yeah. Uh, I love this one. Where are teenagers and the threat landscape? Oh, yes. That had to be the be one of the best topics. Oh, it was. And sadly for all the wrong reasons. And speaking of podcast topics, let's see. Oh, there's a secretive surveillance program out there and it's been out there for many years oh yes for more news check out our blog we're going to have a bunch more I'm going to clear my email we're going to try and do as much as we can to keep on top of it this year uh, but there are some of our biggest things. Of course, I covered some of them in, in a 16-item you know, list, but there's plenty more. So if something catches your attention, email iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R, 986themix.com. If you want to be heard, I can read your comments on air, or you can send me an auto audio file using a file sharing service and I would be happy mm -hmm. to play it yeah for each and every one of you Nick big topics 
of 2023 from the podcast set from uh, podcast From 125 to 173, minus our A's. Mm-hmm. Um, what caught your attention in our podcast uh, uh, coverage this past year? I would say one of the things that just came to mind was the whole thing about bulletproof hosting. Oh, my goodness. And just how so many very, very questionable things come through there. No kidding, right? Yeah. Everything. I know the topic of Definitely the uh, various things like Qbot that was sadly very big in 2023. Now will 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 there be a ransomware group or or um, if not ransomware, you know some sort of gang that will be as prevalent as the bot. Oh, there will. And it'll probably be some new, undiscovered one. It won't be Scattered Spider. It'll probably be... It'll probably, you know, have some really cute name that they'll give it, like, you know, Fuzzy Goldfish or something. It's like Fuzzy Goldfish. Or, like... (laughs) Fuzzy Kitten. Or, uh, <laughs> or, uh, or Sleepy Poodle or something. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. <laughs> or maybe <laughs> they'll start going after... Or, like, taking the names of really popular brands like the Hungry Man Ransomware Gang. (laughs) You know, I've never had them. One of my people in Alabama has been mentioning they eat those, and I've never had them. I've heard of them, but I don't think I've had them. I've... Yeah. The Clorox... Infected. <laughs> oh wait, I just lost it. Okay, never mind. <laughs> oh man. The George Carlin Stupid Fuck Award. Yes. <laughs> Oh. 
face by Tick Dance. Mm-hmm. What else in the podcast realm that uh, I actually kept that thing, uh, got that thing up to date and put that the next program would be today. I'm very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. Now, let's talk about books. You went through a whole list of books. We appreciate that because you're an outsider, and I want to see what you think. Now, we don't have these books up yet, but out of the newer ones, what caught your attention that you might end up picking up one day? Um, oh man, there are several. Uh, well, at least I don't know that I picked this up because it's it probably repeats a lot of what we have covered, but some of the you know more basic cybersecurity playbook type things that were in there because I mean that that's yeah. definitely something that people should have. I you know, that's why I, I thought, yeah, that's got to be included. The cybersecurity ransomware playbook. Mm-hmm, exactly. Let's see. There we go. Uh, okay. Future crimes. Everything is connected. Everyone is vulnerable. And what we can do about it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that one I definitely thought was interesting. Certainly looking at the title and the description. Wait, why aren't there any stars in this file? That's weird, because, yeah, I, I definitely... 2023-0507? Wait a minute. Yeah, oh, I wait. thought I'd done... No, 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 we did that one. Uh, uh, 626. Yeah, I was going to say. Go. Here we go. Cybersecurity programs, best practices unabridged. Yes. 
AI racing toward the brink. Mm-hmm. I think the one, I think the best one that we found, because you said yes to this, is Techno Creep. Yes. The Cryptopians. The cryptography. The key to digital security. Mm-hmm. Facebook, the inside story, which is actually on Bard as well as, as this 20-hour read by Stephen Levy on Audible. So that book is on Bard. Nice. A world without work. The reality game. Mm-hmm. The chaos machine. Yes. Ta- uh, let's see. Against the web. A cosmopolitan answer to the... 12.34 p.m. One notification. Telegram. Wednesday, January 3rd. Artificial intelligence. A comprehensive guide. Cybersecurity 3-in-1. Cybersecurity, learn the basics of cybersecurity. Internet of Things, what you do need to know low tech, big data, artificial intelligence, and more. Tor Darknet Bundle, five in one. Breaking Twitter. And that's it. Are there any others we're missing? Um, I think there may have been something else I marked, but... Um, no, those are... I think a lot of the really big important ones. Yeah. Lots coming, huh? Mm-hmm. Twelve thirty six PM two notifications. Telegram. The ones from five twenty seven? Odd. Really? Uh this can't be good. I remember
guess not. But I know you marked them all because I went back in and numbered them all. All right, I know I did. Unless, Weird. Uh huh. The scammers got it. Hang on. It doesn't look like. Noah Zhang and Gary Westphalen. I did. Oh, it was Noah Zhang and Gary Westphalen. I was like, I knew I did that list. Okay, now I got the call I was looking for, so I am unfortunately probably going to take off. Well, your phone's going crazy. We appreciate you, Nick. Take care of yourself. We'll figure out what we're doing next week. We'll be in touch in the group. And folks, uh, We've always got ideas and things rattling around on our list, so please feel free to uh, come on over, say hello. Subscribe to our list by sending an email to the security box subscribe at 986thenix.com. And uh, we hope everything goes well over there at Nick's place. I hear what you mean with uh, needing to take care of things you weren't expecting to be taken care of but this was more of an open form we went through some of the blog we talked about some of the bigger things from the last month and talked about what might come out of course you know, we're just podcast hosts we don't know exactly how things are going to go and you can of course make your voice heard Email and iMessage, J-A-R-E-D-R-I-M-E-R, 986themix.com. And the way the podcast is going to go is that uh, we had already switched files in between, you know, at the top of the hour when we started at 12 o'clock. And I didn't even announce that we switched. So uh, we would have played two of the files after our introduction, two of the files um, after and of course uh, 
you've uh, definitely got uh, plenty of uh, news items coming up. But I don't have anything else So, we'll call it a program and get on out of here. And we'll figure out what will be the topic next week. Oh, before we do... I have to play that file. Because we are broadcasting on multiple networks. And... We want to make sure we are covered. We'll be closing the room on Clubhouse. Where the Replay will be made available, and the podcast will be made available today. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Feel free to leave your thoughts and comments. And we'll be back next week. Until then... Thanks for listening. Make it a great day. Thank you for listening to The Security Box. 
This is Jared Reimer. We hope you enjoyed today's program. And we hope to see you again on another edition of the program next time. We would like to thank the following affiliates for airing our program. The main network, 98.6 The Mix, on the independent channel, Blue Streak Radio, and International Friends Radio Network. If you are airing our program and your network is not listed here and you would like us to give you credit for airing our program, please contact me. I would like to do my best to make sure that all affiliates get credit for airing the program. Please feel free to contact me using the contact information given during the program. It is open to all listeners, no matter what network you're listening on. Now, stay tuned for a few tracks on the independent artist side and a couple of closing tracks that I play at the end of the show. See you next week. And thanks again for listening.
Another one bust the dust. Hey, hey. Another one bust the dust. Hey.